Shut up and sit down. Welcome, welcome today to second episode of Nord Longroom. I'm Poison and I'm with the Beegs. How are you, mate? Yes, very well, mate. How's the week been? Yeah, not too bad. Weather wasn't great for us, but uh, hopefully the outlook looks better on the weekend. And you've maimed yourself, brother. Yeah, a couple of... little... Uh, what are those little knee things called? Yeah, a couple of weeks off. Hopefully get some results and hopefully they're all good for this week. Beautiful. Love it, mate. Love it. Well, we've got a very uh, special episode coming up. We've got uh, interviewing Bruiser. Bruce Sampson, Silver Fox. I, th- I believe he invented cricket. I don't know. I'll ask him later. I'm sure that's a pending question on everyone's lips. We've got scores, results. Um, we've got um, a couple of sponsor shout-outs. We've got a couple of events happening. It's uh, a very, very exciting show. Anything going on uh, in the cricket world, Beegs? Just want to have a quick chat about? Uh, no, Monday 14 boys had a win, which is always good. They're super coach. But other than that, mate, just the same old, same old. Very good. Well, we'll get stuck into it and um, we'll get some results read out. A uh, bit of a tough week for cricket this week with the weather. Uh, girls had a bye. Um, the seniors got washed off. Most of the juniors got washed off. Uh, we ended up getting a couple of games of cricket in on the Friday. Um, under 12s. Their second round or second week of the round, um, Norwood posted two for two two four, which is super impressive. Uh, C Flynn thirty six retired, and South Croydon in reply ninety nine. Um, I've got some impressive bowling figures here. Abezawada two for nothing off two. It's very impressive by the young man. Um, and I'll let Beegs do uh, the next round. Yeah, mate, thanks for that. Uh, I have got the under-12 sixes, and the boys played Churnside Park. Uh, the boys put on four for 109 to start the game with young Lucas Field, putting a, together a nice little 35, retired not out. Well done, Lucas. Uh, we had a couple under-10s playing for the boys as well. They all uh, did pretty well. So we had young Jacko. He made 10, retired not out. We had... Croker, make 19, retired, not out. Well done, buddy. And young Bickle, making seven. So, well done to the boys. Uh, in reply, Churnside Park were six for 46 off their 20 overs. And it looks like young Vincent Stewart, brown those young fella, did uh, pretty handy. And I'm, he got one for two off two overs. And I was told they were too wide. So, he'll be training pretty <laughs> hard this week, that's for sure. Well, today's guest is something of a club legend. Bruiser Bruce Sampson. Bruce joined the club as an 11-year-old in the club's under-16s. He has held countless positions at the club, including 20-plus years as secretary. He's been a first 11 captain, a second 11 premiership captain in 2017. Member of the club's one's top-grade premiership in 1981. Aside from playing over 650 games... Bruce, better known as the Silver Fox, has served countless drinks over the bar whilst telling stories of playing with W.G. Grace and introducing the third stump in the 1780s. Today we hear stories of heart attacks, playing with John Kirby and Andrew Dans as well as playing with his sons and brother. We hope you enjoy as Bruce reminisces to the good old days as well as who he's enjoyed in the current crop. 
and answers the age-old question, who is quicker, himself or Cheryl? Hi, Bruce, and welcome to Poison on the Couch. How you been? Lucas, very well, thank you. Nice to be here. Yes, well, we have to get one of the greats down here have to make sure that uh, we got one of the Samsons and you're my favourite out of all of them, but saying that... It's uh, Slim Pickens. Uh, yeah, well, Jay's banned, isn't he? Yeah, Jay is uh, not the right air- airwave for Jay, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'll start off. Obviously, you've got a, an unbelievable cricket career and uh, you've been at Norwood for um, a long time. Um, just a couple of questions. <clears throat> First off, we'll start with your family. You spent a long time playing cricket with someone related to you in some form. Uh, what are some of the highlights you've had with family members playing cricket? Uh, yeah, I'd suggest probably uh, the 80-81 grand final in Trilope. Um, Jay and I both played in that and uh, it was a very, very good win first and I think only Chandler win for us. Uh, and then probably a few years later, well, quite a number of years later, playing in the grand final with uh, with Ben uh, under Downsy. That was terrific as well. Go on, mate. I'm here also with Beggs, so Beggs will be jumping in and asking some questions. Just a quick question, Bruce. Um, what was more exciting, playing with Downsy or playing with Ben? <laughs> uh, yeah, very good question. I mean, Andrew's clearly uh, probably the second best cricketer I've played with now. Uh, I would. It's probably more fun playing with uh, Andrew. I spent a lot of time worrying about what Ben and his performances when you know, he was playing and particularly when he was captain for a season you can see it was uh, uh, let's say pretty heavy on his shoulders you know taking control of a side that wasn't playing very well so, so did you feel more nerves for Ben or was it just sort of that absolutely and I well he's not playing this year obviously but I'd like same last year every game I watched and every time I see Matthew and or Ben it's uh, quite difficult and if you watch me walk around the ground last year it's uh, in the final I can't sit still. I can't concentrate. I'm the worst watcher of cricket um, that there ever is, which is probably why I'm still playing. So would you say you feel more nervous yourself or for you, the boys? Well, for them in those games because I'm not playing. There's, you know, I, I don't feel nerves anymore um, pre-game. Up until a few years ago I did. Uh, maybe just have a few more craps in the morning. That's about it. <laughs> I suppose playing your 400th game does help, doesn't it, mate? Uh, somewhere around 400, yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess the I'm a bit of a stats guy and some of your stats uh, are outdated as far as what our format shows us on cricket. Um, what's your best bowling figures in a, in a, in a game, Bruce? Uh, are we talking juniors and seniors or...? Oh, look... You could probably separate it. I didn't know there was juniors back when you were a kid. Um, I thought you invented cricket, so no, that's play- a new slash to me. But w- let's say juniors back in the fifties or something. Yeah, a little later than that. But um, <laughs> so I had an eight for thirty nine in juniors. That's um, pretty good. That was that was okay. Um, and I remember Steve Pascoe getting really upset because he had nine for thirty nine at that stage. They were the best figures. Um, but didn't knock him off, so fair enough. And in seniors, I've got a couple of sevenfers, but um, yeah, I can't really recall who and when and where and why. Is there some bowling figures that maybe don't um, scream unbelievable, but that's the most you've been proud of, so to speak? Like uh, a real in and under sort of battle, 
um, where you've you've come out on top, but your figures don't really show that. Well, yeah, probably. The, the first time I bowled in it in a game seriously was when I was captain myself, and and I understand Mick Demano wanting to bowl all the time. Well, not all the time. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah, that and Shell, Shell bowls himself. But that you're emer- but when you're captain, you're an emergency bowler to go back to yourself. Yeah, you, you, you tend to have more holes. faith in yourself, and if something goes wrong, you can blame yourself. That that's. But I do remember a game against Wontuna South many years ago uh, and we were relying on a couple of guys who I thought had let us down and Wontuna South were 5 for 140 chasing now 160 and I thought, oh, well, I might as well bowl now and I think I got 4 or 5 for 12 and we bowled them out short of the target. So from then on I thought, well, actually, maybe I can bowl. And uh, and then blokes didn't look at me strange when I decided to take the ball. Up until then I'd... Found it very difficult to talk lots and lots of coaches uh, and captains into getting a bowl. Uh, Ron Garlop said I'd never I'd never bowl while he was in the side. Um, uh, he said a few things similar about Phil Coates as well, about couldn't bat or bowl. Uh, wasn't a very good judge. And a few other guys just thought, well, there's other options rather than the short little stumpy guy. So, Well, to be fair, um, I remember <laughs> a conversation you told me about where um, – you were captain of the twos, and the year before you swore to me you'd never bowl Jack Holmes, and you did, and he got a fifer. So there you go. It's one of those if, mysterious if, cricket things. If you want to call that bowling, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. Um, so when you became captain of the twos, um, the actual captain at the start of the year had sort of walked away for personal reasons, and I guess the captaincy sort of got thrown onto you. Um, was it something that you were a bit nervous with to start with, but you sort of it grew on you as as you sort of went through each game? Uh, to get it absolutely perfectly, it was about three games out from the finals um, that the skipper walked away, and then I took it on the following year at the start of the year. But uh, that was um, again, I, I wasn't particularly nervous. I had you know, intimated that I would have been keen to be captain at the start of the year anyway, um, but happy to have the, the, the incumbent keep going. Um, so no real nerves. Um, and I think to make the finals, we had to win the last three against three sides that were above us, and or to make the finals, and uh, which we did, and then beat Northringwood twice to, to win the grand final. So Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive five games or six games or whatever you were part of. Yeah. Um, so I guess talking about batting, it sounds like you were probably more of a, a batsman um, through your earlier years if you sort of weren't being represented as a bowler. So what sort of batting figures can we go back to about uh, one of your good good innings and probably a one great score? Uh, well, I've only made three hundreds in my whole career, two of which were 121 not out in the twos. Um, and 107 in the first against Vermont, who were back in, they were in the Trilope, um, yeah, let's say mid-80s. Um, nothing impressive about that 100, though. Basically, we'd passed them. And, but I would consider myself uh, an all-rounder now and earlier, yeah, definitely a uh, bat six or seven. You know, hard to get in the top order and really good side, so... Um, um, you know, for for probably my first three or four years of senior cricket, I batted nine, ten, or eleven, and didn't bowl a ball. So that that wouldn't cut it nowadays. So, 
Okay, beautiful. Well, I know that uh, Beggs has got a very important question for you. So, Silver Fox, throughout the year, we're going to uh, ask every one of our guests a quick question. Um, just want to get your thoughts. Obviously, you're pretty close to this subject. It might involve yourself. Who is the quicker bowler, yourself or Dave Sherlock? Uh, well, pre-season, I'm 100% certain I was quicker, but um, doing a calf... Oh, he's blaming the injuries pretty early on here. <laughs> doing a calf, helping Sam Story do warm-ups or you know, pre-training, uh, I, I think maybe we're about level now. About level, he reckons. All right. <laughs> Going back a few years here, Bruce, um, your first game in the ones... What uh, can you talk us through? Who was captain? How'd you go? Did you have a pretty good game, or did you find yourself out of your depth? Uh, well and truly out of my depth, I, I would think it would have been John Kerr. It would have been in the uh, probably late seven, very late seventies. I would assume um, seventy-nine. Um, fortunately, around then I was uh, Adrian Brush was a year younger than me, but a far better cricketer and he was um, hacking around in the ones with us as well so I had um, someone around about my age and uh, we lived reasonably close um, and played footy together as well so it was handy to have you know, someone to talk to because you know, there was uh, not that we didn't get on with the rest of the senior guys but they were certainly I won't say generation but certainly a fair bit older than us Was it um, was it intimidating going to the locker room back then or? No not, not the locker room because Basically, um, after games, drinks were held at the the Sansom residence, so we didn't uh, we didn't have access to the rooms then. So um, everyone met back at our place. Um, sometimes there was a couple of other venues that we went to on a infrequent basis, but generally it was back at our joint and uh, you know, played pool and cards and drank till lateish. <laughs> now, or, um, or earliest, whatever you want. Now, you've played with some pretty handy cricketers. John Kirby, obviously, one of them, and Andrew Downs. Yeah. What are your the thoughts on those two guys? Have you got any good stories or memories of playing with those guys? Uh, John was the, uh, the the absolute perfect coach for the time. He, um, I don't know what we were paying him. I was, certainly wasn't privy to any of those things, but it, it, it wouldn't have been very much, and whatever we paid him, he put back across the bar... <laughs> And in work on the social committee and organising things to do Sundays, like a group golfs and all those sort of things, we spent a lot of time at um, either his place um, right through winter. We'd go and watch the, back when there was only one Sunday game, watch the Sydney Swans there and have a barbecue and those sort of things. He, absolutely ripping bloke. Um, very disappointed he broke up with his um, wife um, and it sort of turned him, I won't say turned him off cricket, but... Um, yeah, he, he certainly could have played another two or three years. Um, well, he did. He went and played at North Melbourne in the lower grades there. Um, so, yeah, um, missed back around the club now. Um, uh, one of my favourite people. Um, Danzy, well, it, it, uh, hard to say, but if they're both multiple RDCA medal winners. Um, I, I would prefer to play to face John, Um but I would prefer to bowl to Downsy. You always thought you were a chance to to get him out, but he because he loved to play shots. Whereas John could dig in and and uh, yeah, and ripping bowler as well. You know, one in swing bowler trying to get you out. The other super quick. Didn't care if he got you out. Happy to hurt you and have you limp off. So 
two diff- totally different characters as well. Andrew, very, very quiet, very shy, a little bit hard to get to, to know. Um, Jay and I go away with him twice a year when he's in the country um, up to Kosciuszko and um, it's a great it's a great fishing trip and you know time with the boys if you like beautiful well we'll just get back to some uh, current Norwood stuff um, who's the most um, exciting player at Norwood currently Pros- prospect you mean um, look maybe not prospect Maybe just exciting, someone that um, you know is going to um, excite, someone you want to go down and watch, someone that um, is always turning the wheels, so to speak. Uh, well, Hasty have to be the, the most exciting to watch. I enjoy watching him at training, just you know, whacking it around. Back when he was playing with this prior to Ringwood, you always thought he was a chance to get out in the game because he, let's say, he was impetuous and wanted to hit the ball really hard so um now i think he appears to have matured a fair bit and um the size the size of the warrandite ground is uh, yeah not gonna not gonna control him so wonga park and ainsley park and all those sort of grounds are you know he'll score heavily on all those and hopefully he'll keep the ball on the ground at mullum and east ringwood and those sort of grounds so he's probably the most exciting to watch uh, uh i love watching jared keep He's, um, you know, very handy and uh, of the bowlers. Oh, yeah, yeah may, maybe Barbs. He's, it's good to watch him when he's on. And uh, Beeg's tearing in and hearing his feet slap the ground pretty hard is sort of fairly amusing. Good to hear you mention him, mate. Thanks. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a big clown. So, <laughs> you, don't yeah, yeah. To, you don't have to say his name because he's in the room, mate. Um, and I guess it's... Um, if you could roughly try and guesstimate how many games of cricket you've played? Uh, well, it's over 600 in the record, So, but that doesn't include vets or T20s or uh, any of those sort of things. So, I don't know. No idea. 650, 700, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Don't, don't care either, to tell you the truth. It's not a figure I look at every week and say, oh, one more and I'll, you know. It's more so, it's not so much a, a number for you to pin on your chest. It's more of a, the fact that uh, for the love of the game, it's something that you've done and given yourself to the club in all aspects and you just keep giving and that's the that's the beauty about the story. It's, um, it's a family that just keep giving back to cricket and it's one of those things where it just sort of has to be stated how much you've uh, given to the club and how many games you've played and you're still doing it. We can't, um, we can't get rid of you. Even when you're injured and you're hobbling on a Monday... For some reason, you just get yourself up for a set now. I don't know how you do it. Thanks, mate. Yep. Just a um, uh, quick one before we finish, Bruce. There yes. is a story, a rumour, a legend, a myth of a heart attack you suffered and played the next week. Can you run us through sort of the details of what happened there? Um, yeah, well, I, on the we played. We were playing a home game at uh, Hughes Park against Templeton. We'd bowled them out for... I think it was 160. Uh, unfortunately, we we were three or four for about 20 overnight. Um, uh, and on the Sunday after that game, I mowed my back lawn and felt unwell. Um, went to 
the doctor the next day. Next thing I know, I'm in an ambulance in on my way to Knox. Uh, they did. Uh, I'd, ha- I'd already previously had a stent put in. They said things don't look very good, so you're staying in, and we'll put another stent in. So that was done on the Thursday, I think. Uh, I stayed in on the Friday. I was due to be uh, let out on the Friday. Um, but because I'd mentioned playing cricket to the doctor, um, he said he said no, and I'm pretty sure my lovely wife had said, if you let him out on before the Saturday, he'll play. So can you please keep him in for the Saturday? And uh, they did, and so I couldn't play the second week. We've definitely got... Uh no excuses for anyone that's trying to not play with an injury. You've got no real excuse yes, at all. Yes, Biggs. Yes. <laughs> Saw knee my eye. <laughs> oh, that's been really good, mate. Well, look, it's been great to catch up. Um, as I said, even now you do so much around the club. Um, and I believe at some stage we're probably going to try and get your brother on. And um, Good luck with that. I don't know how much of it will actually go to air, but um, <laughs> anyway, it's all good, mate. Well, look, I appreciate today, and uh, thanks for coming down, and good luck with the rest of the year. Anytime, mate. Cheers. And we have an event coming up on Saturday, the 9th of November, down at the club rooms. We've got a Norwood Cricket Club Past Players Day. Um, it's free entry for past players, uh, officials, and Viking members. Um, anyone outside of that's only ten dollars entry for visitors. Finger food provided. Um, drinks at bar prices. There's raffles on. We've got the races on the TV. Um, and for those who haven't seen the new club rooms, it's really good to come down and have a look, get around. I think coaches organise it, um, and it goes from three till seven. Again on the 9th of November. Uh, second podcast sponsored by DM Gridley CPA. Uh, taxation department uh, again a big sponsor of the club um, been around the club for a long time now so get down there and um, get your taxation stuff done and that's us done got through second episode uh, I I felt like we did better Thanks. what do you think it wasn't hard to go past week one from the <laughs> feedback I'm hearing yeah, that's <laughs> it very good well obviously there wasn't many results um, but the interview was fantastic with Bruiser just to give you an insight into an old man who just loves to play cricket and <laughs> certainly an old man it. that's for sure <laughs> um, okay well we'll um, see you uh, next week um, we'll have another special guest and we'll do results and uh, hit it all over again fingers crossed for some better weather mate absolutely too easy Thanks, guys. See ya.